back, baby. We're Home back, Cuts baby. Nation. We've got two very special guests on the episode today. We've got Ben and Matt, who have co-written and illustrated a comic that Yola Swag and I have read called Justice Warriors. Is it already out or is it an unre- it's unreleased? It's out. It's, it's out. out. Yeah. Ready for it's you. Out. Sitting uh, on a shelf. I think we talked about it last episode and we were like, we should probably save it. But, uh, dude, very enjoyable. Very enjoyable comic. I guess we it's should great start read. with that. But I got my copy right here. Very crisp. Extremely fresh. Yeah. Matt uh, and uh, Ben both knew to send me the hard copy and uh, they, they just gave Harris a digital copy. <laughs> it looks like a PDF guy. Yeah. yeah PDF dude, guy. I love PDFs. They're yeah, great. one uh, look PDF. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's really good. I, I have to ask, how, how did you guys get linked up? Did you? That dude, that was literally other? my first question because I'm always like, when it comes to combos, I'm like, I need the backstory. I need the yeah. lore. Duo to duo. 100% internet harassment. I just was DMing Matt over and over again until Amazing. he quit his job and was like, you're my best friend. <laughs> oh, <laughs> based. That based. That's a pre- uh, pretty short version, but it was like, uh, you know, it was in. Uh, summer of 2020 when things were crazy mm-hmm. and uh he messaged me once and i like didn't see it or didn't pay attention to it and he messaged me again and about justice warrior stuff he's like i'm developing this thing and i clicked on it and i was like this is actually i like, i love this and this is actually the type of work that i'm trying to do mm-hmm. so uh we just got you know as soon as we had a meeting or whatever we just started riffing on it and everything and in alignment on our influences and politics and shit so we pitched it as a comic uh to ahoy who has been really good to us and then it came out in six issues over the course of last year and now it's out in trade that is awesome man yeah and and you both contributed artwork to it and actually i think what zach and i were talking about me and yellow were talking about how i really like the it adds a lot of flavor to it when you can tell the art style kind of like shifts from one of your guys to the other, uh, it's a nice like added touch, especially on the scenes where it counts. Like, well, dude, it, it really reminded me. I think because when you originally were telling me about the comic, uh, I think Matt, you DM me first, and you were like, uh, "It's like, uh, what's RoboCop on crack." Kind of. And uh, dude, that, yeah, whenever it switched over to like your comic style, it re- reminded me like a ton of when they switched to like the goofy future commercials. Oh, yeah, Robo-Cop yeah, yeah. And all that shit. But uh, yeah, like Harris was saying, it added a lo- nice little touch, some nice seasoning. It was a very good combo. You guys work together very well, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt even did like a, because this is like, I don't know anything about comics. Uh, I, what were this you is doing my... before? I was doing um, like magazine illustration and then I sort of drifted into uh, animated music videos. Oh, that's kind of fresh. Yeah, it's I really like doing it, but it's a grind. Anything uh, we would have known. I can't even imagine, bro. Fucking animation takes forever. Oh, my God. Uh, He does it all himself, too. It's like, bro, Mr. Powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. I I have physical body problems from drawing too much. It's really brutal. no, I haven't done anything that was popular or hit the mainstream at all. I did like a smoking frog that went viral on Twitter a couple times. Oh, like that's a, dope. That's dope. A frog that's smoking dope. pot. That, there you uh, go. Hell yeah. That's you might remember liked. him from the frog smoking pot image. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so, uh, People have called me on Twitter. Oh, you're the frog smoking pot guy. Oh, powerful. That's like, not bad. Great. That's not bad. That's, not, that's a good as. thing to be recognized for. There are uh, much worse things, I feel like. 
and uh, uh, and Matt, you uh, you also had there is there is one that sort of follows you around like a little bit of an albatross. That one that uh, uh, which I didn't realize was your work until Yolo pointed it out to me. It's circulated so much that it's like yeah. it has it's got legs now. But it's the one of the well, I'm not gonna ex- I'm not gonna explain it properly. But it's Put the it guy. Now. It's the <laughs> guy that's like, zoom in on the guy's eyes. He's like he's Real like close. perhaps he's like perhaps <laughs> we should change society somewhat. And the guy in the well is like, dude, classic image. And the guy in the well is just like, uh, ah, and yet you seem to participate in society or something like that. I am very intelligent. Uh, yeah, I mean, extremely timeless. powerful. Timeless. Extremely yeah. powerful. It's uh uh. When did I do that? It's 2014. I drew that shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 2014 or 2016. And so that was, uh, you were at the nib. Are you still there? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I started the nib in 2013. So it's been almost 10 years. You and, started uh, it like working there. Or you created it. I created it. Oh, dude. I didn't know you That's made awesome. the nib, bro. Okay. That's yeah. awesome. Powerful. Powerful. Yeah. I'm the main editor. And you know, I mean, I work with other people, but I'm the main guy at the nib and started it and then so you know i ran my own comics obviously which is uh dude that's the way to do it bro yeah yeah yeah, that's great (laughs) you know i didn't have to get through any uh any gatekeepers that i could just publish whatever i want but you are the gatekeeper now exactly you're the the man i built the gate and then i uh let myself in (laughs) that's the uh the comic what was I going to say about it? I don't know. I did it in 2014, 2016, and it was a response to, a, you know, it was an internet argument back then that if you said anything critical about the world or capitalism yeah. or whatever, it's like, well, you know, you've got an iPhone. And you have an iPhone. You participate right. in society and shit. So it's a four panel comic. Most people, I don't know if they've even seen the first three <laughs> panels, I don't even but there's different shit going on from different eras in the uh, in the in the comic. But yeah, it just, I mean, it wasn't even popular at first, I don't think. And then I don't even know when people started using it and it felt like it, you know, got popular in like, I don't know, 2017, 2018. I thought it topped out, but then people just keep using it all the time. And I saw someone legitimately using it like two days ago. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it happens all the time. It's all good. You know, I have mixed feelings about it. Right. But I think the good thing about it for me is that it's it seems to be known as the Matt Boars cartoon and people be like, Oh, you're, be, you're doing the Matt Boars cartoon or don't make me post the Matt Boars cartoon. So I get the name recognition lift, you know, yeah, cool. unlike the, uh, the Pepe guy who just, yeah, or Pepe yeah, or true. this is fine. Yes. You know, yeah. people aren't, people aren't calling it the, uh, the, the Casey green it. meme. So this is fine has a, a bit of a sordid history though, because I think, uh, not Chris Chan. I'm going to forget his name? this. No, the, uh, we, we were just talking about them on another episode. Yeah, uh, I can't believe I've Schmorky. Schmorky animated. Oh, wow. the, uh, he animated Schmorky. the bumper of the This Is Fine for Adult Swim. Not not a lot of people know. There's a little Which is crazy. Some dark lore. Very yeah. crazy. What happened to Schmorky? That's a great um, question. I, I think, don't I think, think anybody were, knows. They were drawing Isn't some... that an Edward Norton movie? <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to Schmorky. Yeah. I uh, dude, I think they were drawing some like uh assorted uh cp type stuff and uh there were some grooming allegations i think but yeah they the they, they pretty much disappeared well. yeah i'm pretty sure yeah. there's no trace of them post like 2017 or 18 or something they kind of their yeah. house of decline I, now yes yeah, exactly. exactly they've transitioned over I, yeah i don't know uh 
Yeah, this is, I don't know if this if people watching this even know what the fuck we're talking about, but the Schmorky, <laughs> I, like, the, I, I, I did don't see, even know what a Schmorky is. Schmorky was an anime is an animator cartoonist person that was like affiliated with like the something awful forums and stuff, yes, right? Guys? Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. oh and yeah. Did did some funny work and all, but I I I don't want to say the story because I'm gonna get it wrong. I basically have just seen like screenshots from tumblr that uh, involve all this drama and then they disappeared yeah. from the internet mm-hmm. and, dude don't know. feel ro- bad about getting anything wrong in this podcast because yeah. i i everything just... <laughs> i say is like five percent correct and then 95 just yeah. we say this it with our full boring. chest like this is like, oh PBS. yeah this is a fact yeah yes, exactly yes. we the are only reason i'm here is to set so. the record straight yeah, yeah exactly uh, matt when you when you drew that comic not to harp on it but did you have any did you have any sense at the time that it was going to spread? Maybe not at the level that it that it did, but just that when you drew it, were you like, like this is a hit? You know how sometimes when you draw stuff, it's like a mixed yeah. bag. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I've had a couple cartoons take off before in like early social media days. So sometimes I would be like, oh, this one's a hit, and then it would or it would. It just, wouldn't. No one would give a it. shit, and yeah, I'd be exactly. like, "Well, this is one of the best fucking comics I've done," and no one yeah. cares. It only dude, it's got always three, like that. Dude. Five I, faves, man. Yeah. Um, I remember, I made a comic, and I was so sure it was going to be a throwaway, and uh, it was about a guy wanting to fuck. I think the lactate cow, because bro, she is thick, dude. She has no right having those hips. Bro. <laughs> that's great. It is. It goes crazy, but uh, I think that's the the only comic I've had go over a hundred k, other than the the five gay classic one that's that's great to, uh, i had i had the one that i also i didn't post i drew it and i didn't post it for like three weeks because i was like this is too dumb like no one's gonna think this is funny it was the madagascar penguins that were involved in the murder of uh that they were involved in the murder of uh shinzo abe or something <laughs> like that and i and i was like i drew it and i think we post i posted it to the patreon and even the patreon didn't really react to it and i was just like this is a throwaway, and then I had nothing to post one day, and I put it in. It's like one of my highest performing comics. Like, it's it like yeah, you have no reading. no control over it, and no way to predict it. Like with the Mister Gotcha thing, I mean, I don't know what I thought about it at the time because it's hard to remember. It was like it was almost ten years ago at this point. You know, I yeah. just I think I mean I I produced so much work at the time. I was doing like two cartoons a week, so you just pumping them out, and I I was happy with it, but in no way did I think. Uh, it would become come to like define me partially. And also it didn't blow up right away. It was like a slow thing. Slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always weird when that happens. Dude, Ben, have you, uh, have you, now that you've gotten a little taste of the comics world, have you been like, yo, I should make a web comic. I should do a little, little web comic. Web comics don't pay you money though, right? They don't. Love, dude. We're here for really. the glory. This is <laughs> yeah, for the glory. I love money. Not I love really. money. Yeah. That's that's the thing that really cuz I got the 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 animation and illustration stuff going and like it has sucked up all my time. And so to do a web comic. I did do a little bit of a web comic. I've shown Matt it. I don't think he remembers it. Uh No, I remember. It, it was like a cat. Yeah, it's like a cat who has a bodybuilder <laughs> body and he does oh, That sounds great. Uh, and he does horrible things. But then I read The Mask, the comic, the graphic novel, The Mask from Dark Horse. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my comic. There's yeah, no reason for me to do my Jim comic. Jim Carrey, you're talking about. Drum killing yeah. Shinzo Abe. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 would totally the, kill Shinzo that's Abe. That's the move. That's the move. <laughs> he would really enjoy it. But I, I don't know. It's, it's a lot of work without a lot of payoff. 
and uh, I'm always you got to do it for chasing. the glory, baby. That is true, yeah. the bag. I you appreciate do it for the that. glory, bro. It's for the clout. For the Dude, have you clout. considered a uh, a little Justice Warriors animation or cartoon? I feel like that would be pretty oh. dope. It started as basically a pitch for an animated show, and oh, I worked. Cool. So I've been working on Justice Warriors for like this is lore right now uh for like 10 years oh, this wow. has been something nice. that's been working its way through sketchbooks and just background radiation in my life for like a decade and then i had pitched it basically to every network that i could get an appointment with uh, a meeting with mm-hmm. and it just went nowhere because like i'm a fucking nobody i'm like a, a i'm a failed illustrator in montreal um, you're the guy uh, who drew that uh frog i saw yeah I, I did the frog <laughs> yeah, yeah, frog too. smoking pot did they uh, try to give you any critiques that you were like, yo, these people don't, they have no idea what they're talking about. The thing is I've, I've, I've like bounced around with like illustration and corporate, like bouncing off of corporations and corporate people enough that like you can hear the good ideas in their stupid idea. So like uh, an executive from Warner brothers said uh, it needs a strong female character because before the chief wasn't a giant, like eight foot cyborg with extendo arms with inspector gadgets body. Mm -hmm. Uh, She was just only appearing on screens. And I was like, okay, that's like legit. That's a good note. And uh, I took it, but people didn't really get it because uh, it is insane. It is an insane comic. Uh, It's an insane thing. And to try to like present to people what it would be, you just end up rambling like a fucking schizophrenic in a meeting. Uh, and you're like, there's you this do- guy and he's got a big nose. Yeah. And, and you, know, you do a great job. Off. Yeah. And- you, you do a great job attaching it to the real world. And especially like, it's interesting that it's been, that you've had the idea for 10 years because it feels very now, like very, you know, like a lot of the references current. and like, like the yeah, very current, like, especially with like the current state. I mean, it feels like the current state, but it has been about 10 years, right? Of just like online discourse and the weight of what people say online and what that counts for and how that plays into your story in its own way is like, I, it, yeah. it, it, it's great. I think it still feels grounded as insane as it is. It's a good, it's a good story. Yeah. You know, I mean, the story itself was written with, with me and Ben in the last mm-hmm. two years, but you know, Ben sort of presented me with this this universe and social media was a huge part of it from the beginning. And the police chief is like, you know, mostly a cyborg who is uh, totally obsessed with her menchies and her haters online. And basically everyone in the uh, entire story is, you know, fully online and it, it creates hysteria in society constantly. Well, there was even like a, uh, that was like an NFT illusion with the when you're talking about the big nose guy, you're talking about the mayor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The prince. Where yeah. he's like trying to sell his or like resell his records that didn't sell. Dude, yeah. the thing is that's literally like central bank policy. That's how treasury bonds work. See, I figured there was something there based in realism that I was just too low IQ to pick up on, but dude, was <laughs> was his was him and his click an allusion to JoJo's bizarre adventure? There's a bunch of JoJo in there. Okay, uh, okay. There's also Prince and like uh, the revolution yeah, in there as well. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, okay, okay. And also just like straight up like 17th century aristocratic foppery. Uh, mm-hmm. All of that sort of mixed in and like having fun with it and trying to mix it with manga. The vibe was quite anime. fruity back then. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a bit of like a you powdered lot. your face. Yeah. You gave yourself yes. a little mole. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was born in the wrong generation, baby. For sure. Uh, the big drag queen era. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, proto, drag queen brunches. Yes. And like that uh, little tranche of society where no rules really apply to them. So I wanted to like play with all that and uh, a little bit of, I was thinking about um, the, if you guys know it, uh, the warden from Super Jail. Oh, There's a yeah, lot of base. Super Jail yeah. Justice I mean, Warriors. Yeah. Dude, whose idea was it to give uh, shit a fucking banging hot wife? Yeah, I like that. I think that was my idea, and we both instantly loved it. It was that was yeah. a cl- that was like, oh, this is great. This is yeah, great. I love very it. funny. Oh, I and I'll also say add that uh, shit is their uh, last name, which is her maiden name. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That, she, like that they actually took on her maiden name. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yes. Power. Uh, just so happens that he is a literal shit. Also, <laughs> so yeah. really good. I want to do uh, a. Um, you know if we do a spinoff i want to do little shits and have like a family a family uh, oh we could do an entire family that's a great idea no it's like like shit his wife and then they're like three kids like like the simpsons except he's he's a cop and he has to go in and he comes home from work and he's like i'm under investigation for fucking shooting a music this is excellent (laughs) like carl winslow uh (laughs) gunning down a family (laughs) yeah exactly just to be clear you know, like Justice Warriors is uh this is just the first volume and it's 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 not a one and done thing. Like we are actively um it's it's not like announced, it's not fully greenlit, but we're you know, we're making we're gonna make a second volume. It's Don't not tell like anyone. A, it's it's Don't not worry, a huge, it's, it's not a huge secret, but we are you <laughs> so know the main the plan- story's not done. You're not just thinking spin-offs. You you got no, like no, more, no. Yeah, more we have, main story. Okay. I would say without exaggerating we have 10 volumes of stuff like we have a, a lot of ideas that we have pretty f- well formed the idea is to go through different aspects of society in each volume so like it's like the wire yeah powerful, you know how the wire powerful. was like would go to the docks for a season and then you'd have most of the characters like mcnulty and you know avon barksdale would be in every season but then you'd have new new characters so tonally a bit different from the wire <laughs> but sure uh, you know, we want to hit on elections. We want to hit on sports in this world. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of everything. And just like how uh, policing rubs up against all these things and just like take all of these issues and crank them to like 13 and have a riot with it. Dude, not yeah. just 11, 13. No, no, yeah, 13. Uh, cranking it yeah. to 13. Real baby. bad luck numbers. Did, yeah. did you guys feel at all? That. Did you feel at all during the creative process that you guys was there ever a moment that you disagreed on something on a direction or like where you wanted to take something? A That's few a times. You, yeah, we, we disagreed a, a few times on like what was the some, biggest potential friend ruining time uh, in issue two in like the chapter two, I guess, in the trade. Uh, there's this uh, holographic. Uh, flexing dude who has a baguette on his head and mm-hmm. a, a cinnamon roll on his forehead and he's the bread king and he's trying to get you to buy as much bread as possible and then hold it uh, guy, buy yeah. and hold uh, uh-huh. it's like a bad crypto joke sure. uh, but I was like no it ends up being like the, one of the best jokes of that part of the book but I was like no I hate it we're going all over the place too quickly first we start with the 
with like a, a record bubble. And now we're talking about a bread bubble. I hate it. And Matt was like, no, this is the funniest part of the book. This is the funniest part of the book. Powerful. And we even went to our editor. to like, Yeah, we had to, we did ask our editor to, to, to sort of break the stalemate. To mediate. Yeah. And, he and went, what did they say? They were, side? they were yeah. into it. Matt was he right. Said it worked. Yeah. yeah. By that point, actually. So I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought, but did you get any, did you get some gloating in? <laughs> no, you know, I actually was coming around to Ben's point of view because in a way, you know, you can write, you can write it a hundred different ways. And plus, you know, Ben is like the original creator. So I, I do want to defer to him on a lot of stuff of how he like wants this world to be, but it was more of like, there's a, there's a, uh, a pattern we're going for in the first three issues in particular to set up this world. It's bubble city. It's a physical bubble, but also there's economic bubbles and they, you know, they're crazy. They involve record apps and bread and helicopters, but then each fix, you know, creates more crime, creates more weird stuff. So like they do money drops, helicopter money drops to uh, in, literally drop cash on people to like a cash infusion to help the economy. And that requires them to, manufacture a ton of helicopters to do it so then at the end there's a bunch of helicopters laying around there's a helicopter surplus so people start grabbing them and flying around doing crime and shit so i wanted to like push that like every issue there's a new thing and to really uh, the word i used that really brought ben over is it has to be zany yeah Yeah. and like for me it was hard to balance because it is like a stupid really juvenile comic on the front of it but then I'm always trying to like be as I want the like subtext to be as like um, smart and serious as possible so that you have like this sort of whiplash of like, oh, this is stupid, but oh, that's a really smart joke. Oh, this is stupid. There's a poop that's talking mm-hmm. and like, oh, it's his first day and he doesn't know what he's doing. Help me with my pension. And then it's like a, a smart joke about treasury bills. I want it to like be flapping around all the time and Matt, the zany comment really helped set it like okay we have to we're trying to bridge the the high and low culture the zany and the zizek yeah Yeah. for sure were you guys worried at all with like because you know the way you described that it kind of reminds me of like south park and shit and i've seen it's it's probably just a vocal minority but i think i've seen quite a few people that are like mad at that type of zany mixed with real world politics like that it just it encourages people to not care about some things did you guys ever have that fear at all or you were just like we're going with it i i had it i think (laughs) we didn't know how this was going to be received you know Uh first of all we started drawing this writing this rather in 2020 you know this is the height of black lives matter and anti-cop sentiment and you don't know how something like this is going to be received. Um, it is, you know, I don't know what's, what's the word it's a, irre- you know, it's irreverent. It's not trying to do something that is essentially from the point of view that we have. I mean, you're following cops as the protagonist, right? I- even though it's highly political and ob- our points are, I would say fairly obvious. You, we still really wanted to avoid having characters, you know, explain the point or people with that were like good moral actors, looking at the camera and saying, mm-hmm. you know, I'm the exact type of communist that you are. Yes. But that um, stuff ages so poorly too. Yeah. Like look at RoboCop. Yeah. Like RoboCop has perfect politics like 40 years later because mm-hmm. 
they don't spend a bunch of time talking about, oh, this this is the perfect point of view to like respond to Reagan. No, they like take Reagan to the fucking limit mm-hmm. and they point out how stupid stupid it is by going along with it and mm-hmm. that's that's the joke of justice warriors where we basically reverse engineered robocop and nobody i don't i don't know if people, matt matt was afraid i was afraid too like do people have the patience and even the sensitivity to do that nowadays yeah well yeah. and you know uh, afraid is a strong word dude i'm not a pussy but but uh you're so strong (laughs) but i think like at the time we were doing this like 2020 2021 shit was so crazy online it was like like people were you know i mean this stuff has been happening for a long time where like people calling out stuff for being problematic or for Mm -hmm. you know not having the right politics but i think everybody being you know on covid anxiety in like 2020 and 2021 made shit even crazier. And I was just oh, seeing, yeah, you know, seeing stuff every day, like all the weird, whatever happened, you know, what somebody writes a YA book about fucking orcs and they do it wrong. And people like get the book canceled. Yeah. And like, yeah. get, they, they try to get the person yeah. to like commit suicide on, on live stream. Yeah. And like, I was like, Oh man, like, you know, all it takes is somebody fucking, you know, they just uh, take a picture of a panel with no context and just post it online and go, what the fuck is this? Yes, yeah, in all yeah, caps. Yeah. And then, you know, you're fucking having to issue a statement by the end of the it's day. Jover. It's true. Yeah. That happens, it's Jover. <laughs> it's Jover. Dude, I, I remember uh, over, I remember during 2020, like during quarantine, it was specifically, I was just talking, I was literally just talking about this with my brother because we were laughing about how crazy this was, but uh, it was during that period of time during the Black Lives Matter protests where there was this Instagram blackout. Like everybody yeah, was saying, like everybody posted the black square. The black square. And, and so uh, I remember like seeing that that day that everybody was doing it. And there was one girl who I actually had never met, but she was like a mutual friend of mine that posted on that day i don't know if it was like she was trying to make a statement or it was just whatever she posted like a bikini pic where she's like sitting poolside with a margarita and was like Uh-oh. living living You're like done. the sweet life dude she got reamed out so fucking hard and, and on and, and and like it was like watching a car crash because i had to just see like oh my god this is crazy and then because she got bullied so hard on that post then she posted a black square like afterwards with yeah. like the Black Lives Matter. And then in the comments on there, people were like, this is performative. It's you should late. kill yourself. It's like all late. this crazy shit. And I, 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 looking at it now and I'm just like, I mean, okay, on one hand, like that girl's an idiot because you got to read the room, right? You have to know that <laughs> you're going to get, yeah. but, but it's like the, like she, I, like what a traumatizing event that probably must have been for her to just like everybody that she knows and her friends like destroying her on a public I know some forum. people who have been through stuff like that and have become like main characters, both people who, you know, at, do stuff publicly like our work, like they post things and then just ran like random people like that who you post a, whatever, an Instagram post or a TikTok or something and or just a tweet. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like everyone in media is discussing you and like thousands of people are piling in your mentions the the black square thing was funny I, when that happened i immediately yeah. I, I i thought for about six seconds i thought 
I wonder if I should post a black square in solidarity. And then I, I went through the whole process. I said, I could see how the next 48 hours was going to play out. I was like, no, dude. I was like, all white people are going to be posting the fucking square. Then there's going to be a backlash against the square. Yes. There's going to be white people denouncing yes. white people for the black square. Black people are going to be saying all white people are doing this just to be performative. And then yes. now they're taking up space because all the white people are doing. I was like, no, dude, I'm fucking sitting this out. Yeah, I knew sit it out. Yeah. <laughs> you can't you play just the like, game, bro. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck does it do? It's on Instagram. Let, yeah, dude, yeah, literally. It's like, oh, Zuckerberg. Guys, we convinced them. We, we ended racism. Thank you, guys. We did it. Like, dude, we did that, the thing. It that was, just... was ballsy of you, Harris, though, to post White Lives Matter on the same. <laughs> That's not that that was, was, I was like, my God. Yeah, I was like, it's like, come yeah. on. Uh, come yeah, on, that man. was probably not the best time. But, um, yeah, dude, I, that, that was a wild time. And I think part of it, uh, like, now thinking about it, <laughs> now we're like three years out from that situation. And it's like, I think a lot of people were, I mean, obviously pe their, their heart was in the right place, but I think people were really bored and really tense. And it's like you were saying, Matt, that like at that time, it was, it almost felt like that era of social justice warrior dumb was, had reached a boiling point. And now we can look at situations like that. And I think it's I think it's mellowed out a bit. I think people have kind of like started to push back a little bit on the overly reactionary yeah. Twitter takes I, and whatever. Yeah, I think the woke era was uh, 2012. This is my my new theory. I'm un unveiling on cold cuts. Oh, that's Five minutes old. <laughs> yeah. The woke <laughs> era was 2012 to 2022. And that there was this and I'm not talking about like caring about anti-racism and stuff. Cause I think, you know, awareness of that or like people who care about that is, has only increased over time, but like mm -hmm. the, the weird performative stuff we're talking about. Performative and, like, the, is the key word. Yeah. And yeah. The over. And, and then like, you know, the, the, the picking apart of stuff to find problematic and everybody else jumping on it sort of, it, there were, it was going on for a long time, but then it did reach this, like this Zenith where like, crazy like crazy stuff was happening where people who were like all on board with it for years and years had to sort of admit that there was a problem of of excess with this stuff and for it sure. wasn't just like you know because there's there's all these mind-numbing debates about you know cancel culture and wokeness where they're like the right thinks everything is woke that they don't like and putting a black person in a fucking disney movie is too woke and political, everything political, and then on the political. and then on the left it's like they have to say to hold the line, they have to basically say like, none of it exists. Like there is no cancel culture. There is no, and it's just like so fucking stupid, but, but, you, but then if, you, does if you spend exist. any time, if you spend any time online, you have seen the dumbest shit take over people's <laughs> yes. minds yes. and, and, and them pretend that it has this absolute, like uh, there's, there's this like moral necessity to like destroy the life of some fucking yeah. loser who said a t did a tweet you know and you're right. just like dude yeah. i got like real fucking problems in my life and in the world yeah and we can't be doing this shit anymore like no. people were complaining about digital blackface like if you if you post a, a meme with that. a black person what you talking it? about willis well yeah i mean yeah and then you get into weird weird places where it's like yeah the digital blackface thing so i'm gonna Ra racially segregate my reaction memes or something right. and it's just it's you too dumb to really entertain it all right right female know. characters like everything yeah. has to be like from this hyper narrow 
uh, calcified racial identities, but then isn't that Dude, seg- yeah segregation? It reminds yeah. you of that meme video where it's like a r- extremely racist guy, and then this really anti-racist guy just end up agreeing because it, it, it just always <laughs> right. ends up with like, yeah, blacks should have their own water fountains. Give black people their own water fountains and shit. It's like, dude, all right. Yeah, it, but they it, should it, be nice. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Dude, I should t- say we are, uh, Harris and me are broke artists, so we have the free version of Zoom. We are down to three minutes, 40 seconds, but we will resend you oh, a wow. link if you have time for another 30 <laughs> okay, minutes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we should do another plug. Yeah, we'll keep going. Yeah, it's kind of become part of the charm of Cold Cuts is that we're like fucking... People love it in the 360p camera. It's like, ooh. These, they <laughs> I don't gotta know, put like a musical break in. We you guys have a music break. We do have a theme. We have a bit of Commercial. a theme. I yeah. I also should say we do have some Patreon questions, and I think oh. some of them are actually usable and not. Uh... <laughs> Give some of the shit ones. Like, I want a shit question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I got a quick question. I guess before we cap, is that before we like move on to the next segment, did um. Did you go, either of you, did you go into the, like, I want to be an artist from a political angle, or did that come later after, like... Well, it sounds like know, for Ben, it was all about the, the moolah. All about yeah. the moolah. It was about the money. It is about money, because when you're poor for a long time, you get a taste of it, and you're like, I'll do more of that, please. Yeah. Anything anything for a buck, please. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. like surviving as an artist is like fucking impossible. Like living Mm in a, living in a base, a base. I literally lived in a basement where one of the walls collapsed from black mold. And I had to like in three in the morning, I had to be like, Oh, I'm homeless. Great. You know what, you know what Ben is willing to do for money for the billionaire Harlan (laughs) Crow who has all the Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. He hires Ben to do these drawings of him in like at you know act like dressed up as hitler and stuff they're and ben, ben yeah. said he's okay with it Dude, he, says, right. he says he says oh i need money you can't be you can't moralize to me as a leftist i can draw nazis if i want it's yeah I, man it's, Dude, it's I his heard about the, uh, you can improve society somewhat and you're over true. here in a fucking well yeah, heard about the hitler buying wonder bread uh fetish drawings that you've been getting done <laughs> oh that's, that's a little wild it's a little the, wild i'm very proud of their voluptuous eroticism <laughs> yeah Yes, exactly. Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, well, I, I always wanted to be a comic artist from a super young age, and I was all you know read comics my whole life, X Men, Spawn, all that shit. I loved it. And it, what it wasn't until nine eleven happened, oh, like boy. when I was eighteen, <laughs> hey, pivotal moment. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, to say the least. And then I was, uh, you know, radicalized by all the shit that was happening in the country and basically started doing political cartoons in the lead up to the Iraq war. And then and then it just ended up having a career from it. And I quit in 2021 after 18 years because, you know, various reasons I got sick of it. But the short answer is that I've always wanted to do longer form stuff and Hmm. genre comics, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to do political cartoons for the rest of my life because <laughs> you're just because over it. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah no, that. I get it. We're about I to mean, get I... cut off, but to sum Matt up, he's grateful that 9-11 happened. Yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. That is his I mean, viewpoint. I want to I do want to keep talking about political comics when we move into the next thing because we have our own opinions on like 
political comic web artists, which I think we probably will have some hater some mode. Opinions on. We, <laughs> hater might mode? Oh, we might we'll go a little. We might go a little hater, hater mode. mode. All right. All right. Uh, we'll be right back. A joke to wind us out with Harris. Yeah, sure. I got a joke. So there's a man. Holy shit! That is crazy. (laughs) What you said about the Sudanese people? (laughs) I can't believe it. We were just having a very interesting, a very good conversation about just the animation industry and its current state and uh, how dismal it is, but how important it is for artists to collaborate and kind of pick each other up. Because actually. Go ahead. Another big part of it is that animators need to fucking unionize. Yeah, that's because there is no animation union. Uh, People get like ground up by these studios, and because there's so like all of these colleges and all these schools just output these like cogs. Everyone Mm -hmm. is trained to like a certain, a very narrow. I've talked about this on podcasts before. A, a narrow set of skills and then they become interchangeable within these production pipelines for these ultra simplified cartoons like we don't make fucking japanese animation in north america for a reason mm-hmm. because everything is simplified and streamlined so that no talent is not that they're not talented people but that no one is so important that they cannot be replaced yeah. whereas in the japanese system you got fucking talent at the top and they get to make real asks and real decisions because you can't replace some of these people because they're just so fucking good mm-hmm. um and, and i saw somebody like inter- somebody brought this up online and it's like kind of a broad statement but i i think it's a good point that like they're they, they brought up how like back in the i don't know even as recently as like the, the 70s you had these artists that were actually forming like a community of artists you know you had people that were actually all building upon each other's work and inspiring each other and even you read some of the stuff like these like you know patty smith books where she's like in the same hotel as like salvador dali and like fucking you know a million other like people that are all just like chilling in like one spot in you know in, in new york and it's like it's it's interesting that we have the internet now and those could exist more easily but it actually feels like artists are more isolated and like less inclined to work with mm-hmm. each other to well, dude i would i would disagree I to an extent and say that it's just more of like a digital age thing because like there's definitely a twitter artist community you know what i mean there's definitely i think we're even in some sort of group chat with like people i would consider are like they're the twitter artist club true, you know what I mean? yeah the, yeah the comic people um, i'm gonna blow your mind you're currently on a zoom call that's exactly. true we are also on a zoom exactly. call with other artists i mean i do i thought it was an interesting point that like what he was pointing out was there's a lot of like i think there are a lot of artists that want to and honestly i slip into this a little bit too that want to like appear mysterious so they're less inclined to be like social you know or active and just be putting out their their material and it's i think there's something to be said for you know, getting by with a little help from your friends. I, I, well, dude, that's, I think that's coming, dude. I mean, like you were talking about the unions and shit. There's definitely, it's definitely coming because there's too many talented people. I mean, it's, it, you see it with success of, uh, there's two of them. One of those has been hotel. And what's the other one? What's that? I totally forget. The, it's like has been hotel and then some other show, but this chick pretty much self-produced them herself with their own team. And then a 24 picked them up. Like, animation art, yeah it's a it's like a adult animated comedy but i i really think that that shit's coming and like i think it was it would have been here sooner because john you guys know that ren and stimpy guy john yeah yeah, john yeah. 
his whole thing was like, dude, we're animating in-house. Every frame is going to be unique. We're going to make animation for animators. Like, we'll make animators love it. But then, of course, I think <laughs> it's just the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DMing no. like 15-year-olds yeah. and all this uh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, uh, no. I think yeah. the, <laughs> the movement got still. Hank, yeah. Hank, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you had a good thing. Well, no, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, DM don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I think but, another uh, part yeah. of it is that so much of art is you're encouraged to and I'm guilt. I'm deeply guilty of this too. Uh, you're so encouraged to like develop your individual voice, but you mm. can't fucking do that if you're going to make a giant thing that works together. Like if, because right. an animation studio is a, a symphony orchestra. It's not like a pickup jam band. Yeah. Like mm. every single person has to be incredibly practiced at their little thing that they do and almost disappear into the background of this machine. And uh that doesn't deal well with like branding online so even if people are like super talented and do really well and get a lot of attention it doesn't there's no system to feed back into pushing them into some sort of collective endeavor with other people and that's something i uh, i don't i can't square that circle i don't understand the solution to it but i i know that the solution is fundamentally to get people working together and making art together mm-hmm. and making decisions together which uh i would really i would i I would love to run a studio that way it's a plan for sure and i mean matt you you i didn't realize either that you founded the nib but i'm sure you had that in mind as well like what how did what what was the what did the first year look like for you when you first set that up like did you have some artists that you knew you wanted to reach out to immediately to kind of like bring in under your under your wing there yeah, so you know, I, I uh, throughout my twenties, really, I mean, I, I was obsessed with publications, and I wanted to do a comics publication that was like on par with you know any any magazine uh, promoting, uh, sorry, promoting nonfiction comics and political cartoons. So mm-hmm. you know, shit that's about politics and about the world and and all that. And I so I sort of. At that point in time, political cartoons were just there was there was nothing going on, right? Like the story was constantly how they there's no more jobs, like editorial cartooning is dying. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was like a young guy at the time, and I had a lot of beef with like old school editorial cartooning, and I hated that shit, and I'd always rag on those guys. So like my school of cartooning was influenced by like Ruben Balling and Tom Tomorrow and that like the alt weekly style stuff. So basically, I wanted to bring all these disparate cartoonists together under an umbrella of a publication and uh, was lucky enough to do it at medium, which was the website at the time it still exists, but it was uh, at the time it had just launched. It was like Ev Williams from Twitter. Who's like a billionaire founded this like blogging platform. And I knew that they were looking for publications specifically with, you know, they wanted to get traffic and uh, through an editor, I knew like somebody put me in touch and I pitched them on this comics publication. I, and I was like, I I will bet you that I will blow away any publication that you guys have running uh, readership wise. And we pretty much did. And I, so it led to, I, you know, I was a freelancer for them, but I convinced them to hire me and to like really develop the nib. And then of course, you know, two years later out of the blue, after like a, after like a week of business meetings talking about what we were going to do next, it was just like, we're pivoting. And, you know, I've decided on different stuff and like you, everyone's being laid off 
And uh, but I was smart enough to uh, buy the nib domain before I signed my work contract and uh, paid for the design of the logo out of my own pocket. And I, I had all this documentation that basically said that I owned the nib because I never signed anything about it. So I was like, I'm going to, they didn't lay me off in a weird way. It was sort of a long story, but they wanted me to stay on and do weird stuff that I didn't want to do. So then I took it with me and went independent for a while, then hooked up with another media company that was well-funded and we did animation mm. and that was sweet. And then they pivoted eventually and got rid of us. And then now we were just fully independent. Wow. Dude, uh, what would you say? Okay. To the statement, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to sound like a evil jerk, but what would you say <clears throat> to the statement that, cause I've seen a few nib cartoons where, and I don't know if they were necessarily yours, but I've definitely seen some where they fall into they the weren't category. Mine. They weren't yours. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> weren't yours. That was the other guy. Yeah. But Mine are all good. S- yeah. That was yeah. the other guy. Every other one I saw was amazing, but yeah. how would you feel about if someone said sometimes they fall into the category where it seems like the joke comes last as opposed to whatever message you're trying to send out. Oh, sure. You know, I think it's, it's hard to do political cartoons really effectively because, you know, unlike this other, like we were talking earlier about justice warriors where you can kind of, it's real political. I think people know what we're going for, but you sort of leave, leave it open a little bit for interpretation. You sort of don't really want uh, your political cartoon to be misinterpreted um so you know yeah it leads uh, to varying degrees i think to you know humor being put second or last uh depending on who's doing it and you know i i run like a broad swath of stuff from the types of stuff we run from like satire to like personal memoir about really serious shit and styles of cartooning and to also like the politics basically being like liberal to left to to like radical left um so you know at, this it's the kind of criticism that i get you know that i would get from readers all the time or people on twitter it's like if you run something that's fucking lib cringe then you know uh <laughs> leftists like online leftists hate it and then if we run something that's like just like ferocious like attack dog shit on biden like you get liberals that are like are you trying to fucking lose the election like yeah, you're yeah, yeah. like you're helping uh, trump yeah, win yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. june will undermine our yeah. point yeah. i mean that's the dynamic that i uh basically faced my entire career is like mm-hmm. depending on what i would do in any given week having like one of those uh you know, schools uh, mad at me because the the cartoon wasn't uh, a statement about every single thought that I have about yes, a certain issue yes. or something. I also yeah. think you get with political cartoons, you get rewarded. There's like a big rush of serotonin, and then also like material, like money rewards that come along with like just you and that money, people baby. what they want to fucking hear. Money tunnels money. Money is like a spiritual force that makes people do shit. Yeah. Man. It's true. No, I but... get that. I get that. I think it's dangerous though. You don't. I would never recommend someone, and that's not just a money thing, but I feel like that falls into a little bit of the grifting territory, where it's like. You what tell... comes first, the grifter, the grifter, like exactly. exactly. There is like this is my serious point is that you know you you make like a like imagine Ben Garrison, 
right? Like lit, put your soul, put Based yourself in, the bed Legend. In, Legend. in his body. And yeah. like, he makes like a crazy cartoon cause he's really angry one day. And then it gets all of this attention and all this, all these rewards co- keep coming in. You're just going to make the same shit. That's going to like set off that light in other people's brains over and over and over again. Yeah. Like there is a feedback. There's loop. a difference. Yeah. People don't yeah. want to be challenged. They want to be told what they want to hear. Yeah. There's and a you difference know in I... grifting though. Sorry, oh, Harris, as I cut you off for the no, 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 thousand right. times. Someone like Ben Garrison, to me, it's not grifting because it's like, he definitely, he believes and stands by this yeah. comic. But I, then you I, have I, an, a grifter like Steven Crowder where it's like, Dude, you're right. fucking Canadian and you're talking about our politics. Yeah, you're yeah, fucking that's a grip. Canadian that's a grip. and you're acting like that. Like, dude, come I, on, get a I job, believe, bro. I believe that Ben Garrison is sincere in his work, which is actually why I'm, in a way, a fan of Ben Garrison. Because I actually I think really like that. People I don't realize his wife is crazier. Have you seen her comics? No. Tina His are like, like, you know, hey, compared blacks, to hers, they might be bad. Hers are like, <laughs> kill all black people like hers go <laughs> so hard, overboard dude. yeah but it's like there at a point it's like you have to admire that you can one recognize a ben garrison cartoon from a mile away and i mean that is and, and that didn't just come up overnight i think i think he honed that blade to get that like ben garrison style that is like so immediately recognizable and it's so over the top and on one hand i want to say he knows what he's doing but I think he also genuinely loves his own work. And th- this is just a side note, but early on when we started this podcast, before we ever had a guest on, we were. Lo- I was like, well, this is a webcomic podcast. Why don't I try contacting Ben Garrison to see oh. if he'll, if he'll oh, yeah. come on? And I, I've mentioned, I've made mention of this before, but uh, it's just too funny. But we, I, I went to his website, which is just like bengarrison.com or whatever. And there's just a contact me page, which is literally like ben at garrison.org. And I just was like, hey, Ben, like I just started a podcast love with your my work. friend. Love your work. <laughs> We'd love to have you on, basically. Uh, basically, uh, assuming that it would just be sent into the void and he gets emails all the time. Dude. The guy emailed me back, I want to say, in like 18 hours and was just like, <laughs> was like, sure, I'd love to talk shop with you. Like, just let me know a day. And I think I was so overcome with just like, like, we Star had struck. never, we had never had a guest on before. <laughs> and I was like, this is a huge fucking like, this is, is an insane pull. And I was like, I'm not sure if we're even equipped to properly interview Ben Garrison at this point. Like, you didn't write, you, you dropped the ball. Well, dude, I think I, we didn't we see yeah, yeah, some I, of I, our no, no. Yes. I, I want to listen to this. No, I know. I sent him an email. I sent him an email back that was basically like, dude, thanks for responding. Here is our work. Like basically, here this was where I dropped the ball. No, it was me. Never. It was me. Never. And it was, it was not just sabotage. It was not just us two. It was me, Zach, and House of Decline at this time. We're all going to be the ones interviewing him. And I think he just took one look at our work and was just like, eh, no, uh, like, I'm not going to do that. I think, I, yeah. think we should, I think we should, I should have just been like, all right, let's hop here's on the link. Time. You should have just said, here's the link. And there was, get, there got was him yeah. on, hit record yeah. as soon as there possible. was, there was an element of self-sabotage there because I, I think in the back of my mind, I was afraid that we were just going to get owned so hard in that interview. <laughs> and, and the thing well, is, you is know, that... sir, I, I actually don't believe in um, <laughs> that Jews control the, <laughs> control world the media. And, that blacks should be, uh, Dude, and he would just roll over you with facts. You know what? 
Tina on, I wouldn't know <laughs> what to brought, say, bro. Dude, if he brought if he brought Tina on, I would have been like, dude, I would have turned <laughs> to Zach and bow. been like, we are Please fucked, don't man. Yeah. What, year, what year is this? It, is this it, COVID era? I think no, it was this, this was, year. This last was, I mean, year, we've maybe. only been doing this podcast for about a year, but so I think this COVID was like, existed. I'm just COVID. Yeah, yeah. It was, I think, come on, anti time period garrison. Was, well, yeah. why you explain to me how the vaccines work, huh? You, I think, you would just, you would I think choke. we, I think we could reach out to him again, and he would maybe not remember that we had ever been in touch. But uh, I, yeah, that would still be register a different email. Yeah, yeah, just I'll get just, a completely different email. I'll you email can do him. this. I'll, I'll make up an email that's like steven at crowder.org and I'll be like, hey, just come start, on my just, show, dog. Just open the email and be like, oh, I was showing one of my uh, vaxxed friends. So, like, sorry, I think uh, I have yeah. a few. I was showing one of my vaxxed <laughs> friends your comic trying to wake him the fuck up. And I just remembered like how much I would want to interview you about your craft. Yeah. But you know, you know what? It is something else just interesting that I noticed when I was looking, because I was looking at his, you know, bengarrison.org or whatever his website and he has a whole section on there dedicated to his fine art like he has a whole section yeah. of paintings that this he does what i there. wanted to talk about is that he's really a tragic figure because he's yeah, like he's an, an, sort of an okay cubist painter yeah he's not great, he, does, but he like, does this style which i think is interesting and i noticed immediately a parallel between it's like you said he's like he's got this cubist look about him but it's very busy like it's extremely busy mm -hmm. your eye there's no general sense of where your eye line is supposed to go because there's just colors and things going on in every corner and i was like i mean it's a lot like his comics in that way like he definitely has this weird brain thing that when he's painting or drawing he creates this style of comic which is co purely non-linear it is so busy and out of control and i just was like uh, it's, it, even talking about it now, I'm like, fuck, I cannot believe we did not you interview did, this you, guy because I absolutely would love to ask him about it. No, you all register this shit. a new email and you give we'll me that hot slot. Talk to him again. Yeah, we'll I gotta get him, get him on. on. Yeah. Uh, that shit is crazy, though, man. Like, some of these other, and, and you know what? I think he puts so many other political cartoonists to shame because I really couldn't tell you another, like, political cartoonist. You know what I mean? Like, he is, yeah. everybody knows who he is, who's on, who's, on Twitter and yeah. old people, I feel like old people, young people, like everybody fucking knows Ben Garrison. And it's like, I think it just speaks to his insanity, kind of. And um, nothing is labeled the deficit. <laughs> nothing, no. Yeah, but, I don't think so. There, you know, you were, yeah. you said you don't know other other political cartoonists or conservative ones. Unfortunately, yeah, you know, I paid attention to this field for a long time, and mm -hmm. you know, there's there aren't as many conservatives mostly liberals but there's guys like michael ramirez i don't know if you're familiar with his work but it's Night like stalker no <laughs> richard ramirez <laughs> yeah. you know he uh, just does he he does the 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 quintessential editorial cartoon that's like a ship sinking and it's debt and then every time there's a hurricane <laughs> in the news it's like actually the hurricane it's biden's debt and wow. he, he does it so much for so many years i used to i Based. did a couple parody oh. cartoons where it was like he would i did one where it was like he's at the zoo with his kid and then somebody mm -hmm. mentions the 800 pound gorilla that they have and so he like hops over the thing and he paint he's like being dragged away by the police and he has uh the security guards and he has he's written debt on the on the gorilla. <laughs> yeah. He just like I, I did a couple of those where he's just like 
compelled he, he's, he's uh standing on the sidewalk and a car crash happens he runs over to the car and writes like the deficit <laughs> on it <laughs> that's great that's great the um, labeling the labeling yeah. thing is just too fucking funny in like political it, cartoons it's so it. good I, I guess the point i was getting at there was that you know those those guys they still some of them still have decent paying jobs good old newspaper jobs but the, it in the Trump era, the last 10 years, even, I mean, they're not, they're not good at social media. They're not getting play online. Like Garrison is probably the most viewed mm-hmm. political cartoonist of the Trump era. You know, for like, sure. like, oh, I can see that. Yeah. And it's so, it's just so like ripe for parody and remixing. Like the, 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 I think the first yeah. Ben Garrison cartoon cartoons that I saw were all, all ones that like, something was labeled come instead yeah. of like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, so, like something else. And I would be like, what, is, what is this guy? Like, and not this guy. You know, yeah. you know, back in the, in the day, meaning I think like 2014, we published on the nib, a, a long form nonfiction comic about Ben Garrison. That was called something like Ben Garrison, the, internet's most trolled cartoonist and it was as before he became the ben garrison that we know and are talking about but he he did these political cartoons that were you know bad i mean like the one it's like the the pyramid walking with the megaphone thing yeah but it got like remixed by four channers and they were putting like they the anti-semitic thing yeah i think i actually and read it's this, very joker way, his yeah. origin story is yeah, very is. bad of acid joker yeah. so this this uh cartoonist David Blumenstein, I think was his name, did like a straightforward nonfiction piece, like reporting on it. He interviewed yeah. Ben Garrison for it. He talked about like, because he used to go to war with these trolls and he was kind of like a, you know, an out of touch boomer who would like overreact to the internet fucking with him. Yeah. And then I don't know exactly what happened, but I, I just imagine kind of being a, you know, mediocre unsuccessful artist in, in up into your 40s or 50s or whatever he was at the time and then just sort of like doing these right-wing cartoons with like the ascent of trump and like the uh, online alt-right movement and shit and just like just seeing that fucking meter go like the retweets mm-hmm. and just d- doing numbers and you know, I think he just got into it. I do think there is, you know, there is real beliefs, but I think like a lot of people, he just, you know, he became radicalized by the internet. Dude, I don't yeah. know if the material he wants response. to, I don't know if he wants to have sex with Trump, but I get the same feeling I <laughs> yeah. do when like you're a kid and you watch Totally Spies and for some reason the animator's like, let's have them all inflate into blueberries and have big feet and you're like, <laughs> this is someone's fetish. Like, the way that man draws Trump, right. No, it's... He draws uh... Trump just like a paragon of like justice and just like fucking ripped and I'm just like, bro, something is going on here, dog. <laughs> yeah. Something is fucking going on it's... here. Dude, we got the fucking 10 minutes left. I have to get to a Patreon question. Okay. Yes, so please. Kill pay- These so people are paying pay- We gotta hear it. We gotta hear it. Alright. Let's see it. I, I literally ruined the conversation to ask you this. Matt Borers, would you rather have three small nipples in a triangle on your chest or one big nipple right in the center of your chest? I think three, because yeah, the, the, the other two are in the normal place. Yes. Yeah, just yeah, chop the no, other three, one off. Three for sure. And then, no, and then it's just kind of interesting. Chicks would dig it. 
Yeah, that's. Not I think good. one. I think yeah, one. For sure, for sure. You take your shirt off. I think it's like it's too whoever, strange. It, people are like, yeah. no, fuck that. Like you yeah. lied. To, like you didn't disclose that. Yeah. And yes. then uh, three nipples. It's kind of like, oh, that's cool. Like it's like a bonus. Yeah, 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 it's like oh, yeah. yeah, it's like I, I'm like the chick from Total Recall, except I'm a guy, so yes. it's not as cool. Yes, yeah. we have a two nipple <laughs> minimum here, folks. Yeah. Are you on the same line of thinking, Ben? Or are you like which nipple would get me more money? If, wh- which one a, could I show off and get more moolah, baby? One nipple in the middle. It's a I large can yeah. nipple in the middle. I can feel that. A, All right. a, a big round one. Like a, <laughs> a big round one. Yeah, I feel. Well, I, I think a that. big round yeah. one. If you're talking about money, more people are gonna pay to see a big round one. Yeah, than for sure. Three little ones. Like so, three nipples. I've seen a three nipple guy before in real life, and it was like you gotta, really you gotta, underwhelming. Yeah, people. You got pe- people don't realize. Young people don't realize. You gotta lean into your quirks early on. That's how you fucking. Oh. That's I like how that you get the, away the white boy secrets, please. Ben was like, I've already seen a three nipple guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what the fuck? Exactly. Uh, Dude, this right, is a great question. question. I'm yeah, so curious it. about. Is there any Matt Boras porn floating out there? Not of you, but like in character, of your in art? your character styles. Oh God, not that I'm aware of. You've never drawn like a sexy. Matt oh, you mean Boris? stuff that I've that I've drawn? No, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. No, there's only some stuff I did like um, trying to remember because I found this drawing when I was like cleaning my office recently. It was must have been for some uh, I used to do a ton of alt weekly illustrations, like just an insane amount. And the Daily Stormer and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Miami New Times or whatever. But I came across (laughs) this this pile of drawings. It was it had to be for some sort of like sex toy guide or something that like whatever the seattle stranger did in like 2009 or something and it was like people with gigantic butt plugs coming out of their ass and stuff so that was fun to draw but no i never really where can i find this i don't know i I don't just google matt boar's butt plug and i posted a a picture of it on twitter like probably it was probably sometime during the pandemic and i was just like came across this uh that's that's probably the most risque stuff i've never never uh drawn drawn porn i should I, maybe you know, I could, dude, maybe don't I could do it do dude, like I, I think there's something there i have this I commission like well guy porn this person got me about and like uh well guy porn would be dope but dude early on in my career someone paid me and they retweeted it recently and tagged me and i was like please untag me in this dude but they paid me to draw in the yolo style them as a chick getting fucked by a giant sexy rabbit woman and I, dude, I, on, I went all out and drew it, and I'm just looking back. I'm like, dude, I do not want anyone to fucking see this <laughs> ever. Dude. Why would you do dude, that? Dude, you gotta uh, have fucking like kids someday, and I know, I know, I know. Gonna find, it. find it. Robert like, Crumb had kids. It's fine. Yeah, yeah that's true. That yeah, is true. but that, but now it's like, you know, in whenever you have kids, you know, and they're old enough, not old enough, but just they're just online, and they're like friends in high school will like fucking send them their that, fucking dad's yeah, porn is like to troll them i mean dude i post my ass every like six months on twitter yeah. so i'm sure my children will hate me by the time they're no, 16 nice. dude, dude, I'm really you definitely you've definitely drawn some porn bro you draw oh, some uh, i literally got paid right? once uh because like i've just been like freelance just desperately trying to survive for so long that i got paid to design a dildo once oh bro mm. yeah so i i had to like in blender like sculpt an ultra realistic dildo that then they used as a basis for like a production line 
Uh, Dude, I would have kept turning in my version, and it's just my penis, and it's like an inch big, and they're like, we can't go with this. We can't do this. No, you don't understand. That's classic. It's premium, baby. No, I've heard no complaints. And then I got notes like, it's too pointy. She doesn't like it. And I'm like, well, you don't want "Ah, that. This is weird. You don't want pointiness in the dildo. Come on, bro. Haven't you fucking used a dildo before? Come on, on, bro. Uh, I'll introduce you to some hung babes, which which (laughs) was the next question. How do you guys feel about hung babes? Hung We're very babes pro are cool. hung babe. babes. 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 Based. Based. Only if yeah, they're babes. Only I haven't yeah. dated a hung babe, but I'm I'm definitely pro. You're missing Open-minded. out. You're missing out. Why not? <laughs> it's excellent. Uh, look, by the way, I went on DeviantArt because I just needed to see if there was any Matt Boars, you know, lewd images well floating done. around there. Well and done. so I just looked up Matt Boars on DeviantArt and you might be... Uh, Uh-oh. I, unfortunately, I have to. I have to tell you, for some reason, uh, there's a lot of images of Joe Rogan that appear when I look up Matt Boars on DeviantArt. There's like a very detailed pen sketch of Joe Rogan, and then like two more wallpapers with like a quote from Joe Rogan. And I'm like, why did this? Based. Do you have Based. any? Li- is there like a link there? That ain't me. I don't know what the fuck you're talking <laughs> okay, about. No idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, anyway. I guess it's like as as far you know as far as the things that could have appeared when I looked up Matt Boars on DeviantArt, I guess it's pretty light. It's not so bad. <laughs> uh, you got another Patreon question? I have. This is less of a question, but Matt, you have a a uh, very round head and keep up the good work. That is thanks. From, yeah, no, uh... went bald pretty early, so I'm I'm feeling like glad that I got a good head what's, shape. What's early for you? Because I feel like I'm I'm losing mine. Yeah, you're you're getting some recession. I don't know how old you are, but I started uh, I started getting recession and like deep into the sides and thinning out in like my mid twenties even. Did that comic and, like, guy you were talking about keep running in and writing recession on your forehead? <laughs> <laughs> <Recession>. <laughs> yeah, so like when you know it's bad. Uh, and then I don't remember when it was. I was early thirties. I was just like, I got to just buzz. Buzz the uh, head. Yeah, dude, There's only, only respectable thing to do. Yeah, yeah I'm it's getting. True. No, you're good. You got a. I mean, you got a good. It's, good, it's uh, receding. It's receding. The guy's gonna rece- start. He's I gonna think start rece- writing. Receding is one thing, but when you start to get just the super crown? thin, you're just oh, the it's yeah, over. The you know, it's I don't want over. the crown, bro. I don't want the because then you, like... your choices are to look like a doofus or to do a comb over <laughs> or be a fucking like a Tim Pool guy and wear a beanie twenty four hours oh, a day. Dude, I'm, I'm a beanie guy. That's dude. Be me. Bro, I video, the video of the guy snatching the beanie off of his head at some protest <laughs> is like. Dude, and him acting like oh the guy God. literally just removed Batman's face Top mask. And like, dude, <laughs> I wear this to protect myself. And it's like, dude, you no, you don't. You wear no, you it. Don't, you you're fucking bald bitch. You <laughs> I, I, it's oh, the God. fucking lamest thing to have an insecurity about, because if anyone ever gave a shit, if a girl ever cared or any, I don't like I've never heard about it. Who like you also don't want to be with the... someone like that, who like, yeah. that is such a yeah. big issue. Dude, too bad for him, though, because you rock it. You got the beard like. His goatee looks so <laughs> fucking shitty. I feel like that's part of the reason. Yeah, I got to pull over. Yeah, had like a, a heavy metal guy beard too. Oh yeah, it's quite oh, impressive. Based. Oh, you let it really go? No, I let it. Yeah, I was like, you know, I looked that, like a like a bassist for like a doom band. That's good. Awesome. Before we get cut off, our executive producers, thank you, Gizan, Trash Bins, Brap Brap Pew Pew, Trevor Stilson, Snake Oiler Man, Garlic Bread Ben, Conga Heli, who I've been mispronouncing the past like ten episodes. I love Conga uh, Heli and yeah. Shrek the Third. Conga's dope, bro. Oh, Shrek I, the Third. 
they uh the they do uh cosplay but they they send us some cosplay like feet pics where they're feet dressed up like an anime girl and I'm like, very hot impressive uh just quickly please buy our book oh, oh yeah. yeah oh my god it's guys plug your it stuff at- like anytime stuff. anywhere yeah. there are oh, anywhere books are sold no yeah by justice warriors and uh and thanks for having us on i learned a lot you know what let's yeah, really i'm fun. gonna send you one more link we'll go for five minutes and give you guys some so time because plug, yeah, yeah, yeah. completely obliterated that yeah, that's all right <laughs> holy shit that was good it has been really good having you guys on yeah though. this it's was actually nice bro. To... i had a good time yeah, it was a blast yeah ben uh, you're not gonna dm us for money after this are you no, 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 like, no, 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 I'm broke. No, no, bro. He's going to hire you for a fucking porn uh, drawing. No, no, no. We're back. We're back. Where can where can people find this book if they want to get it? Uh, there is a uh, Simon & Schuster link that we'll send to you guys, which Beautiful. is sort of like a jumping off portal that links uh, a lot of uh, different booksellers. You can find it at most physical bookstores, which is like that's awesome. crazy. Are you guys going to do a tour or something? Because I'd love to come get my copy signed. Oh, that uh, well. There's no plans to, because you know, <laughs> right, <laughs> that right. costs money to travel around. But that would be great. But uh, but no, it's also at the Nib bookstore. I stock it there because I uh, run the Nib bookstore, so I bought copies of my own book to sell. Powerful, Let's go. powerful, very cool. And mapboards.com, you can buy them from mapboards.com too and get Matt Matt All money. websites I control have it. Benclarkson.com yeah. or no? No, just there's just like a. <laughs> A link to Matt's website on my website. Okay. Oh, power gross. power play. I gotta do yeah. that to you, Harris. I should have Beetle Moses <laughs> link to YOLO. That's actually not yeah, that's a pretty good <laughs> Well, idea. you know, that's that's what I think we were talking about before we started is um I got uh, a domestic US shipping operation being run by my mommy. Killing yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> because bro. because I'm in Canada and it's, t- it's so fucking expensive to mail stuff. I wanted to just sell copies personally, so I hooked up my mom with a case. She's underemployed; she needs it, and uh, the orders come through Squarespace. I forward them. I say thanks, mom. Thanks, Dude, mom. I need to do that to my mom because this woman has too much free time, bro. She called me the other day and was like, "I was so excited to try the new Bud Light Limerita, and then they put a trans on the can," and I was like, "Mom." You were not no. looking forward to a Budweiser product. Why are you yeah, lying to yourself about this? On, dog, like, come, come on. on, yeah. come on she was dog. mad about it? She was mad about it. She was like, I can't believe it. And I was like, who the fuck? I was like, can, you, you, can you go yeah, painting? Uh, can you like take a painting or seriously, something? Like, does something? she know about your uh, sexual proclivities? Yeah, she she <laughs> finds it strange and unbecoming. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't I'm know sure when you her. find the right one, she'll love them. I'm hoping. That's right. I'm hoping. That's yeah, right. We'll yeah. see. You never know. You never, mom, never know. She's super hung, mom. She's super yeah, hung. You don't get it, she's mom. She says <laughs> I, I attract them because I'm so zany. And I said, well, I guess. I think I she guess. might be right. Uh, she could be right. What do you What uh, do you think it is? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe posting about my love of hung women attracts them. I don't know what it is. Hugs. I routinely post that I want their hugs and then they hit me and up. Then it and then it happens. Me yeah. Up. Yeah. It I mean, happens. I've actually never seen somebody with so much success as YOLO does where he just posts like hung ladies DM me. And then he will get like a fucking hundred DMs from just like hung women. Like hung, up. I, there's something weird going on too. Cause I'm like, I, I would assume they were, were not all hung. They can't all be hung. <laughs> They're all hung, bro. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Is your on. focus on like just the hungness, or is it the hungness in relationship to the tits as well? To the baby. Usually I don't even focus yeah. on the hungness because it's like I don't even know what to do with all that 
all that yeah, meat. Bro. All that I feel like I feel yeah. like I'm Rocky and I'm like fucking <laughs> yeah, raining exactly. on their balls. I'm like, I don't know what else to do with it. But uh, I don't know. It To me, it's almost like a status symbol a little bit. You know, rappers always have like these chicks with giant asses. That's the vibe I'm bringing. I want if we ever yeah. drop an album, I just want a chick's like nine foot hog right here. Maybe it's like resting on my shoulder a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a status symbol to me, baby. I'm about like it. A, I'm about yeah, it. Yeah, that's good. There are like, websites what? where you can hire these like hip hop uh, women, and it's yeah. all the same women over and over and over again in all the uh, videos the rap too. Videos. Yeah. yeah, the rap videos. All of those are just professional rap. Well, dude, video what's models. her name used to be one because she was in Eminem's music video, Trisha Paytas. Oh yeah, I don't know oh, if you really? guys remember, but she actually plays uh, Christina Aguilera in one of those videos, and she's like, but she, she's like, she's like Forrest Gump, like she's appeared at like random moments in history that like <laughs> yeah. nobody JFK understands how she if got she there. She had a child with that fucking Elden Ring kid who appears in every video. I, you would never not see that baby like everywhere on Earth, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, insanity. It's in the call now. Uh, <laughs> Oh, and where can where can people find you on uh, so socials? What are your what are your socials? I'm Matt Boars, you know, pretty much everywhere. Pretty much Facebook, everywhere. Instagram, all that all that shit. Twitter. Easy and then work. I'm mostly just on Twitter uh, at Ben Clarkson, and then on Instagram I'm Ben Clarkson one million. Powerful. Hell yeah, very powerful. powerful. The Dude, numbers, to close, not the words. To close, <laughs> I will ask because I had this question too, and uh, one of the patrons asked it. Do Do you guys? Well, I guess this is for Matt. You you are a YOLO swag consumer? Uh, I haven't consumed any swag. I just <laughs> followed you on Twitter because I saw, you know, someone retweeted your stuff okay. and I liked it. And then I'm going through it and, you know, it's it's about hogs and it's all kinds of shit. And, you, shit, and yeah. I, I started clicking on your guys' links and watching clips of the show. And I was like, you know, uh these guys seem like they uh like they get it and then Powerful. when it came time to to market justice warriors you know i was like i was like i gotta hit up hit up this crowd you know yeah get up in the yeah Dude, this is a I good was, crowd I was the cold cuts with, audience is fresh the cold cuts audience is so fresh but i was joking yeah. with harris because i swear you were like yeah, I love the cold cuts, and I was like, "The cold cuts." Like, this dude is. I was like, "This dude hasn't it. watched a single fucking episode, bro." But no, I, no, it worked out. I had a no, very no, good time. I, this was quite fun. This was a great time. No, you guys, you guys, honestly, you guys got a good thing going on here. I, I was Thanks. really impressed when I took a look at it, and uh, yeah, I, I, you guys got have a bright future too if you keep up working together. Like to stay awake and, longer than one yeah, yeah. hour when Harris <laughs> That's is awake. Good, yeah. At three so, hours, you get a day if you keep sticking to it. Uh, you guys will have a show. I'm we sure. Got something. We got something. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. And uh, yeah, it was lovely having you guys on. And I, uh, you know, I I don't, if I didn't actually enjoy the book, I wouldn't say this, but I really did enjoy Justice Warriors. It seriously you guys is need fresh, to buy yeah. something if you want something to read. It's quite nice. It's funny. It's the nice. art is fantastic. Yeah, uh, it's great. It's yeah, I think easy, I told you guys but when it arrived, yeah. I left it on the counter and I, I didn't even have access to it for like a week. Well, not a week. It was like three or four days. But my roommate was like in love with it as soon as he picked it up, would Sweet. not give it back to me. And I was like, all right, all right. But it's uh, great. It yeah, I feel like we get that reaction cool. from, you know, all the people that we want to, uh, you know, everybody, everybody likes it. People haven't said it's trash or called it out and tried to get us canceled for something yet. Like well, everything's it's all like, good. There's not a lot of, I mean, I remember when I was younger in high school, uh, this vibe of like RoboCop future 
gross gritty tech was everywhere but you really don't see it a lot anymore and i think that's kind of it's kind of an, yeah the main well, thing where i was like oh this fucking slaps dude yeah, yeah we're, we're trying to bring it back a little bit you know i think that the earnest pitch here for your you know obviously uh, you've already endorsed it and everything but the earnest pitch here for for people i guess is uh is that it's so fucking hard to get stuff off the ground now everything is star wars and M- and mcu and like mm-hmm. creator owned shit is harder and harder to nobody to launch. nobody owns their own shit now so like, yeah. you know insane. we're trying to do 10 volumes of this stuff and you know it's harder like to do hellboy these days or you know sin city all that stuff that was really that was great comics the creator owned stuff is so hard to fucking get anything that lasts beyond five issues anymore so uh buy the first one we're gonna make at least a second one and then hopefully enough people buy this stuff we can make 10 of them yeah going yeah yeah. fingers crossed it works out and i only suggestion i'd say is if you want to get into social issues and stuff episode two maybe there's a hung woman maybe there's some trans issue type stuff oh that'd be great there's there's already a hung woman oh it just has not been revealed revealed. there's a hung woman in book one but we just haven't like gotten into it. Well, see, it instantly I'm like, either she's really good at tucking or she's maybe not quite as hung. Well, as, uh, as I'm <laughs> wishing, you know. I know but, I know we gotta go, but I I a uh, quick anecdote was I talked to uh, an old friend I hadn't talked to in a while. He got in touch with me because of Justice War Justice Warriors, he read it. Based. And you know, his politics were uh, I think a little iffy. And he and he's like, Yeah, man, you're gonna get into the uh the trans issue in uh, volume two. <laughs> And I was like, well, oh. I was like, I don't know, man. You know, it depends on what you mean. I don't really, I don't know what we have to say about it or whatever. And he was just like, oh, you know, it's just everywhere now. And it's like, and I was like, I don't want to continue this fucking conversation. <laughs> uh, it's going to be, you're going to say something really bad. Yeah, it's true. It gets weird really fast. That that current state of discourse on Twitter is some of the worst that I've experienced since I've like gotten It really there. is. It really is insane how much people post about it in commensurate commensurately with how many actual trans people exist. Yeah. Because you would think that uh, your neighbor, every single person uh, would transition, but it's like, it's insane. Be hysteria. I'll say this much. If you think about women's large cocks more than I do and you're (laughs) anti-trans, you got a fucking issue, buddy. Say, I'll say that fucking yourself, much right yeah. now. Take a check step yourself. back. Get a fucking yeah. job. Yeah, yeah, please. Get a job. 100%. But anyway, this yeah. was lovely. I uh, uh, I wish success for you, and uh, I hope absolutely. maybe we'll have you guys on for the sequel when it drops. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. For sure. Oh, for sure. 100%. All right. Buy the All book. Guys. Buy the book, folks. Okay. Love Later. you guys. Kisses. Yeah. Yes. Much love. Kisses. Take much care. love.